maintaining or increasing enrollment, staying on top of ever-changing content, incorporating best teaching practices. These are just some of the challenges that we face as CTE teachers. Welcome to the On Your Prep podcast. My mission is to empower every career and technical educator to love going to work each day because they are teaching what they are passionate about, in addition to applying great teaching principles. CTE recruitment is a big part of us sustaining our programs. And one thing that we can think about doing is using social media. So today I've got some tips and hints on some things that you might be able to do to promote your program using social media. So I have in the past, I've had my own class or program Instagram page, but then recently I'm actually the PR or social media person for my school. So I've been learning several things that can help you out as a teacher, specifically to recruit for your program. So one big thing about CTE and programs is that people build programs, not anything other than that, nothing fancy. Um, Sometimes your content or your program builds your program, but more likely than not, even if students are really interested in what the content is, if they don't like you, then they won't sign up for your class. And not that they necessarily won't sign up for your class, but the biggest thing that I've noticed over my many years of teaching is that students do the recruiting for you. They talk to their friends, they talk to their parents, and that's what actually gets students to sign up. You might have the counselors that can tell students or guide students to a certain program, but you are the reason that they will stay in your course, and then you're also the reason that they will continue to take your other levels or your other courses within your program. So still remember that as we're doing social media, that it still really comes back to you as a person and you as a teacher rather than all the bells and whistles. Um, I also believe that it's really about the teacher helping themselves out rather than someone coming from higher up and doing all your recruiting for you. Because then if that person leaves, then who's going to do your recruiting? So when it comes to social media, there's a couple different strategies you can use. One is to tap into your district or your school social media. And then the other one is to create your own social media presence. So I'm going to focus mainly on the using the district um, and school social media because most of the time they have a larger following. So when you're first starting out, you want as many people to see what you're doing as possible. Parents will just start talking to one another and, oh, hey, did you see that on social media? Did you see what that class is doing? Do you see what activity they did or what they're involved in? And they start seeing things in their feed. And so they already get a perception of what your programs are like. Well, they can't do that on their own. So being the school PR person, One thing that's really interesting is people kind of expect me to come into their classes and take pictures. And while I'm willing to do that, like I usually don't know, like, what am I supposed to be taking a picture of? When am I supposed to come? Do I come 
10 minutes in a class, 30 minutes in a class? Like, am I going to miss something? What's the most important thing? So I would encourage you to still tap into that person as a resource and you can invite them to come and take your pictures. But really the best thing is for you just to get your phone out or some other device that can take pictures and you take your pictures. So taking your own pictures and then sending those captions and explaining like a what you were doing, that really helps out a PR person. So it makes it more likely that they're going to post your information. So the other thing is, is that as someone who does our personal or our school PR, I am begging for content. So I am looking for things to post on a daily basis. Currently, I post on our social media once a day, but I belong to a group that does school PR and they encourage most PR people to post a minimum of two times a day. And they're speaking a lot more to those who are running like a district social media account. So they're really needing to get a lot of content. To keep your program highlighted, I would suggest that at a minimum, you send one or two stories, which would be like a couple photos and like two lines of like what you were doing that day a month. And if you are doing that much, you are doing way more than anyone else is doing. As a teacher, we're usually concerned about what we're teaching and less about the recruiting that has to go along with it. It may be hard to kind of think about, okay, like what would I actually highlight on social media and what would people like to see? So one of the things that will help you in planning what you would like to submit is look at a calendar and see if there are any things that have to do with your CTSO or specifically with your program, if there are any national holidays that have to do with your program. I know we've got um, in February, it's always CTE month. What can you really hit hard during CTE month? Or are there things that are happening in the fall that might be, uh, that have to do with agriculture that you can hit that way? Or if you've got anything else like that. So kind of think of calendaring it that way. Also, as you go through your lesson plans, think about what might be visually appealing. Like what would be a good activity to take photos of? Now you don't need to come up with a new activity just for the photos. So we're not pretending like we're doing something that we're not, but maybe think about things that would take better photos. So for example, a bunch of students sitting on the computers or sitting on Chromebooks is not super appealing to an audience that you're doing something very creative or innovative. But maybe you have a clever way of teaching them some vocabulary or or maybe you have students create their own safety demonstrations for one another. So think of things that could be unique and not look like every other classroom. It's pretty boring when you see a photo of all the students sitting behind their desks or sitting behind a device and you can't automatically tell what they're doing. 
So that's where captions help as well. But kind of think about those kind of things as you're planning what you could be taking photos of and that what would be photos that your PR person would look at and think, hey, we really should post this. This is some good stuff. So now I've got some tips on how to make those photos and those captions engaging, especially to your shareholders who you're going to be hoping are going to comment, like, share your content with other people. So the first thing is we're going to talk about is your photos. So small groups of students are much more appealing on social media because you can see faces and you can see what they're doing. The big, huge pictures, especially the ones of like all the kids on the bleachers, you cannot tell who anyone is. Parents love to brag about their students. They love to see them and be able to instantly recognize, hey, that's my kid, they're doing this, and they really love that activity. And then they'll talk up that activity as well to other parents. Zoom with your feet is the other thing. So don't use the camera zoom. It actually distorts the quality. So just get up close to your students when you're taking their pictures. I like to do a lot of like over the shoulder pictures, especially if you're worried about showing their faces. You can show at least over the shoulder of what they were doing in a profile so that people can actually see that, hey, they're not just posing for the photo. This is what they were working on. You can have students hold things up. You can have video is huge right now. People love video and filming it on your phone. Whoever does the social media can be able to edit it. It doesn't have to be very long, like 10 or 15 seconds, uh, but video is huge too. So the other thing would be to provide hashtags. Now hashtags actually are better used in Instagram so people can search and follow and your parents may or may not be using them as much to follow things but if you provide your own hashtags especially if they're things that have to do with your CTSO or maybe another organization or maybe back to your school if you're sharing with the district then it helps that if someone is following that hashtag like the hashtag for your school that it will also show up in their feed even if the district has posted it and not your school. Now, the one thing I do want to caution you about is that when you are using the district and the school social media, more likely than not, their main social media platform is going to be Facebook because right now, Facebook is still the largest. But with the demographic, this Facebook is the largest for your parents. So remember that the parents are your audience when you are taking these photos, creating these captions, they are the ones that you're marketing to at that point. So to wrap things up, this episode focused on how you can use social media without actually needing to be the manager of social media yourself, but being able to utilize existing managers or PR people within your school or your district in order to recruit. 
And if you're just starting out, that is the place that I would recommend you start out before adding on to your own social media presence. Mm-hmm.